Rough Justice, The Rise and Fall of Elliot Spitzer By Peter Elkind Narrated by Arthur Morey Copyright 2010 by Fortune, a division of Time, Inc. This unabridged audiobook is published by arrangement with Portfolio, a member of Penguin Group, USA, Incorporated, and was produced in the year 2010 by Tantor Media, Incorporated, which holds the copyright thereto. Author's Note It has been nearly two years since Elliot Spitzer was abruptly transformed, as though by a ray gun fired by space aliens, into Client 9. While not exactly the expanse of history, enough time has passed for some perspective. Spitzer is evidence of how modern times have compressed the natural rhythm of everything, even scandal. He leapt onto the national stage overnight and vanished in a moment. In the period it has taken me to write this book, he has performed what passes for him as penance and has already begun a comeback. As with many things about this hyperkinetic man, it may prove too much, too soon. But Spitzer isn't the sort to accept a contented life or even an extended stay sitting on the sidelines. Or for that matter, to salve his soul and reputation performing charity work with Honduran refugees. For reasons of ego, temperament, ability, and conviction, he remains hell-bent on making his mark in the public arena no matter how bloodied and beaten that leaves him. Spitzer's fall wasn't the first sex-based implosion of one of our icons and was quickly followed by others, but it was surely among the most improbable, as measured by the chasm between public image and private reality. A man born and bred to act on cold facts and reason proved all too hot-blooded and human, revealing first his temper, then his temptations. He damaged himself with the first and committed harakiri with the second. I began working on Rough Justice 22 months ago, not long after Spitzer resigned as governor of New York. I'd written extensively about his Wall Street crusades as attorney general in the pages of Fortune magazine, my journalistic home, and profiled him there as well. This book benefits from that work, but the story took me many places I had never been, from the gothic corridors of the New York capital to the fantasy land of high-priced hookers. I became interested in telling this story right after the scandal broke, after learning of the news on my Blackberry during a spring break ski trip with my family. Alex Gibney, the Academy Award-winning documentary filmmaker, had the same thought. We had worked together as he produced his film on Enron, based on the book I co-authored with Bethany McLean, the smartest guys in the room. We quickly agreed to collaborate again, only this time preparing our separate projects concurrently, sharing ideas and information along the way. This has proven a remarkably productive partnership. This book relies in good part on an intimately detailed, contemporaneous written record. Through freedom of information requests, investigative files, and the openness of others, I gained access to a treasure trove of documents, private diaries, handwritten notes, unsent letters, and, so fitting for a story about Spitzer, thousands of emails. They helped piece together a remarkable tale, but ultimately, the book benefits most from the often painful candor of the many people I interviewed who lived through these events.
That starts with Spitzer himself. This is not an authorized book. It's conclusions and revelations about him, some admiring, some harsh, some startling, are entirely my own. Yet Spitzer, whom I first met in college, began speaking with me early, when he was saying nothing in public, and continued doing so regularly through the completion of this project. Our conversations covered every aspect of his life and work, often in great detail. Spitzer is not a naturally introspective man, and many of my questions were uncomfortable. Ultimately, he was remarkably forthcoming, even reflective, tackling almost every question I asked. He asked nothing more than that I treat him fairly. I am grateful for this trust and cooperation. Silda Wall-Spitzer politely declined my repeated requests for an on-the-record interview. The quotations attributed to her...